Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 272, the Easter box office report. Literally. We took a week off, so I guess you could say... We have risen. We have risen. <laughs> We've pushed the boulder away from the tomb. We are back in the light. Nice that you use that to make a uh, a resurrection joke instead and, of a instead of an erection joke. Well, you know, <laughs> it is Easter, and this is a Paul Walker themed episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been saving them. Yeah, been, we'll be speaking of resurrecting <laughs> yeah. things. We will be resurrecting Paul Walker jokes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And on the phone with us, we have a special guest. Hello, special guest. What's up, guys? I just noticed. Uh, I just, <laughs> was that like that last time on the computer where we had like a little picture where we could see him? No, because uh, we didn't have Jim Hill. I don't know that has a webcam or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for he's still rocking a TI ninety nine. Well, in his defense, a TI ninety nine four A. Well, you got to you know right. not the crappy yeah. one. No, no, no. He had the good one. Yeah, some uh, some shameless plugs. Knock those out quickly Do it Okay Don't forget We're available on iTunes You can go there Rate, review, subscribe You could join The League of Show Sharers uh, People who were kind enough To join the League of Show Sharers This week There are plenty A plethora uh, Is yes. there something new That would well, cause an influx of- <laughs> No Easy buddy No just cause the Easter holiday Yeah Well yeah It's just them, They're a little Easter present for us uh, Dustin at Nerds of Night Gaming uh, Travis Tewitt Linnea Thunsell J- Jason Herndon Timmy Tuzoons, Griffin Fox Smith, Brett Schulte, Tom Comiskey, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers, Brent Smith, or Brenton Smith, depending if you so on, choose. Yeah, yeah, depending. Depending on whether or not he has a monocle. Correct. And a top hat. Ken Mills, uh, Alex. Oh, the Zilch per- podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he shared an episode last week. It was nice. Uh, Alex Perozo, Lane Levanway, Andrew Ortman, Chris Sanders, and Librarian Cynthia. And uh, we also. Yes. If the real spoilers page on Facebook <laughs> isn't enough for you. Facebook.com slash real spoilers. Right. We now have an actual Facebook group. So you can join there and you can you can post stuff that will like we you know when you post on a page, it just kind of gets buried on 
off to the side, nobody ever sees right. it. Where here, it gets put in people's faces. Yeah, as a people little respond more. to it, it pops up. You know, it stays pretty high on the feed. You can, yeah. kind of, you know, you can post within reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, anything you want, and we can still to, delete your stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. So don't, don't like get us crazy. wrong. <laughs> but I think I think that's the biggest part of the group versus the page is that it's more about discussion and interaction with the listeners because. Yeah, on a page, like Tom says, if a person just posts something on a page, it's to the right side, and it's very small. But on a group discussion, anyone can post, and it comes front and center. It looks like a page from... Uh, or a post from the page. Yeah. So you're going to be able to get your link or your, you know, question, whatever, right up front, and then uh, it goes by... Uh, it's sorted by most recently discussed. Correct. So someone leaves a comment on something five things back, it actually rotates back up to the top, and people, you know, are more apt Facil- to see it. Facilitates discussion. It yeah. Does. So, yep. so please join that. There's a link on the Real Spoilers Facebook page. And or if you go to Facebook, you can just type in Real Spoilers League, and you'll start to see League of Show Sharers yeah. pop up, yeah. and you join that one. It'll have the uh, the logos yeah. the, uh, <coughs> the the chicken bagok. Yeah, yes. that's, that's our logo. Yeah, and so it's not one or the other. I mean, it, no, it, do them both. Yeah, at this point in time, it's not like you know, don't leave the page and go to the group. <laughs> but you know, the page is more for. What things. if someone wants to leave both of them? Well, well, then Joe comes by, and we know how he resolves his issues. Takes care of that real yeah. quick. But if you uh, if you go to the page, that's going to be more posts. Obviously, new episodes, going to be interesting news items, entertainment related, all that stuff. But it's not so much discussion. Again, feel free to comment or whatever. But you know, if the listeners want to post something that they have seen recently, they're going to be more apt to be seen on the oh yeah the show like, shares. If you've seen, you know, you indulge yourself in a deep fried taco. Post yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. here. Post a poster or something. Yeah. And Joe can tell you if you talk about Monster Squad, how right you are. Yeah. If you talk about anything and then else, any, how wrong you and are. And then any right thinking individual <laughs> yeah. will tell you how wrong. Right. I'm just saying, I feel like we have more supporters of the movie than we have deniers. On the, uh, on the on the page, I, uh, I disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. You don't disagree with myself. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait a minute, Jeremy. Have you ever seen Monster Squad? No, I have not. Get okay. off the podcast. You are a lucky, <laughs> lucky individual. <laughs> we, all, we envy you. Or at least I, I got these. I got these jokers to watch it for a show. Oh, <laughs> man. It was great. I don't know how we let them rope us into I that. I'm very persuasive. <laughs> I guess if we do this long enough. <laughs> so, uh, just, wear them, just a story of my life. Yeah. Just wear them down till they say yes. <laughs> that's I not rapey at all. Yeah, that's, yeah. And and you have two daughters. I have two. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. right. So it worked yeah, twice. How yeah. long have you been married? Uh, no, I'm just like, is this advice like, you would like them to take when no, they get yeah. older? No, just punch them in the nards. <laughs> <laughs> so your so your daughters will date wolfmen. That's well, whatever they, you know. I'm cool with it. Whatever they choose, as long as they don't turn into wolf ladies, I think that's fine. <laughs> but Joe is two for 365 times seven or something. Yeah, like. right. <laughs> That sounds about right. (laughs) You can do the math. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, also don't forget we're available on iTunes. Joe. Yes. What would you say if I told you Uh, we had a new iTunes? I'm going to say we have one. We do have a new iTunes. I looked at it. Because you cheated. Yes, I did. You were were way too confident. (laughs) So uh, this is from Shy Bun. Sure. Sure. Or She Bun. Either way. I don't know. Uh, So as long as it's not Man Bun. Yeah, like, yeah, but if they leave five stars, we're... I guess that's true. We'll yeah, turn I'm, a blind I'm eye cool with it. <laughs> ever so briefly to their man bun. So he and or she says, really great. It's a very it's very enjoyable to listen to while you're brushing your teeth or something. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay, I'll take it. I don't know. Yeah. Very entertaining, as well as saving... Does he me say, m- I don't know? He does say, okay. I don't know. He says, uh, very entertaining, as well as saving me money so I don't have to watch the movie myself. So thank you, she or shy bun, however you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks for thanks for you know. 
Shia LaBun. Shia LaBun. LaBun. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess that is it for the shameless plugs. We can now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin. I do, Tom. And uh, if anyone thought that number one movie of the week wouldn't be, what is this called? Fast 8, Fast and the Furious. The fate, eight. fate of, of the, the Furious. The fate of the Furious. Okay, thank you. That's so obvious that they would go that route. If anyone thought that wasn't going to be number this Why would weekend, they not spell it I know. F8? That is a, I thought that they did. Like, why like would until they not I saw ha- the poster. It's going to be Fate of the Furious, and it should read F and then the number eight yeah, yeah. of the Furious. I agree. This is the one time that that actually <laughs> yeah. works for them. So like. <laughs> here's my question. So this has to be one of the longest running franchises, right? I mean, you know, as long, long as you're James Bond. Well, no, no, that, that's the longest running of all right, time. But or yeah, Star no. Wars. No, I mean, Star, I mean, this comes. This or, is or Friday the Thirteenth. That's the other one that I was thinking. Or Halloween. No, Halloween's not on eight. No. So no, I was thinking the they, same thing though. They're on. Oh, so they technic- made it to eight. No, so technically. Oh, you mean longest run in terms of entries, not in terms yeah, of cr- like, like length of time. Correct. Yeah, right. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. So if you think about Star Wars, they're on eight. Star Wars is coming up on eight. Right? No, they are eight. with Rogue, they're oh, on eight oh, films in the actual franchise. I don't So to me like Yeah, I hear, yeah okay. I mean it's an eighth that's film fair. in the it's franchise. Star Wars yeah, right. no, that's true. Like, so that's, so it you've got that it's on the back end. It's and a then, Star Wars story. And then I was thinking of like yeah, so, so J- Friday the thirteenth has ten or well. Whatever. They have a total of 12, including yeah. a reboot. Yeah, so they've got that many. But I was thinking about it, and then James Bond, obviously, is in the... 24? F- yeah. No, 25 no. is the next one. Right? right? Yeah, they're getting up there 20, with, like... Wasn't Skyfall... It's in there. It's getting, yeah. It's approaching. It's going toward 30. Can, so. I, can I give you something that will really make you feel sad? Yeah. Please. Police Academy. How many of those are there? Eight. Really? So no. it's just tied Police there Academy. Are, there are eight Police Academy <laughs> I thought films. there were six. Nope, there are eight. Wow. But this is, I mean, Would you but, like me to rattle them all Yeah, off or, yeah. Oh, please. Uh, Police Academy, Police Academy 2, Police Academy 3, Police Academy. No. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it was really, he was, he was like, it's amazing <laughs> that he can remember all this. Uh, let's see. How, what I'm trying to find out. There was Police Academy and then Police Academy 2, their first assignment. And then Police Academy 3, back in training. Police Academy 4, Citizens on per- Patrol. Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach. Police Academy 6, City Under Siege. Police Academy 7, Mission to Moscow. I swear, this is only list 7, but if you ask I wonder if there's the a Google, TV movie. I wonder if there's like a made-for-TV one or something. Did Gutenberg star in all of them? No, he bailed okay. around the fourth one. Okay. Yeah. The Goot. <laughs> but yeah, I think you do get Michael Winslow in all of them. I think you probably do. Something tells me Michael Winslow didn't have a lot going on. There was also a live action series and an animated cartoon. I do the animated cartoon. That was a Saturday morning on CBS, I think. But either way, I mean, Fast and the Furious, the thing is, though, okay, so they're on number eight. There and- was a Police Academy Next Generation. Ah. And I think they considered that a new Wikipedia ah, did. Like a new. So, yeah. But But here's the thing, though. Has there ever been an eighth film, aside from James Bond or Star Wars, like... Has there ever been an eighth film that isn't in one of those pop culture just phenomenons? Friday the Thirteenth that has gone on to make a billion oh, dollars. No. I mean, Police I Academy think Friday the Thirteenth has made a billion dollars collectively. Yeah, <laughs> and Police Academy Eight probably. What, do you, what did Police Academy Eight make? Do you have even a twenty bucks? I'm that? you know I'm I whatever been, Jeremy paid to go see it. I haven't been listening to a word you said because I've been reading up on Police Academy Eight. <laughs> and, <laughs> Apparently, it came out in 2016. Ooh. That can't be. That has to be like a digital release. 
That can't be right. It was in a two pack with a Christmas story two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like slap shot. Yes. Um but wow. then, and then I found an old article from Hollywood Reporter from twenty fourteen that said that they were trying to get Key and Peel to produce Police Academy reboot. See now that would be smart to get two amazing writers to get in on something, reboot it, reach a whole different demographic, yeah. which is actually pretty much everyone when it comes to Key and Peel. But you know what I mean? They have they would put a completely yeah, different spin on it. Have a demographic. It's like, just people. Right, but like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to reach more than just like, oh, okay, I love Police Academy, so I'll see eight. Like, it would freshen, it would freshen up the franchise for younger people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know? Do you think a police, police movie, Police Academy, Police Academy three, Citizens in the Sunken Place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> so, so the deal is my my main point with this is so I don't I mean please no, I agree I Police Academy Seven I don't even have a budget on I mean these things are straight to video at this point making no money uh, how about Fast and Furious making over five hundred million dollars already worldwide it came out here in the U S three will, days ago I will say this one is better than the last one well let's get in we'll, we'll probably get into, we'll save get, that for a different we'll, episode but. My point is, though, that most series, if they're not Star Wars, if they're not... They're petering out. By yeah, they're yes. petering out. Like, eight is a straight-to-video. Well, video. this one was petering out, and then they... Wait, well, I don't know your definition of that. You'd have well, to explain no, like, that. So, they were, they were on the decline. So, right? So, you had one with Vin Diesel. Two was, I mean, riding off the, the coattails of one. And then three was a completely different thing. And I don't think three did... Well, I think it did it okay. I think but that was talking, the one without Vin Diesel, right? And As Paul Tokyo Walker. Drift. Yeah, there was nobody from. But that. Vin Diesel was in it. Uh, that, but but he wasn't tacked on a point. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, but Paul Walker wasn't. Yeah, but in you're it. talking about a decline from five movies ago. You realize that's over a decade ago. These have not been on the decline. For no, a but long they they, they were on the decline, and then they realized oh, and then they rebooted. They they pretty much rebooted their franchise without rebooting it because like fat the fourth one fast fast and furious. Was like a time jump backwards, I think. Well, it's yeah, just that doesn't Tokyo Drift technically take tech, place in the future before, th- before this? Like tech, Tokyo yeah. Drift takes place after all of these movies. Three already. takes place between five or six and seven because uh, in Han. seven Han dies, and so obviously for him to be alive, it would have to be right before right. seven. Right. But it, but but my point is though that when you say they were on the downcline, you're talking about after the first one. First I mean. Two. Well, but I mean, you can't really be. I mean, you have a they realize the first I, they, one. But I think that I think they, what he's saying, and and I don't disagree. Is yeah. I think that that the franchise was on a trajectory that yes. said it was circling the drain, yes. and then somehow they revived it and turned it into, into a juggernaut, yeah. into and, what it is now. And so, yeah, the strength really came back when you're talking about you know with four, they did what they should have done from the beginning is kept the main characters in it. Because, I think, I think the main characters got too big for their britches. Yeah, I, I would exactly, agree wholeheartedly. I think, I think the reason it was circling the drain is Vin Diesel thought he could be a movie star in something that wasn't fast and furious yeah uh, and that and he turned could. out like he did i mean triple x which I, that first one uh, did but well but nothing has done what fast no. and furious has and, done. but then he nothing. tried it but then the second one he thought he was too good for that that's true and then they brought him back years later for a third <laughs> one and nobody cared right and then he tried to do bring back riddick and nobody, nobody cared, cared. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely and then he tried to be like that dark and gritty action star that was doing like down at like man no there was like two or three action movies where it was like not fun like the movies weren't fun i can't remember what they were called uh, he either. did that one that was basically like he turned his D character into a movie and oh yeah 
like that was bad. The Witcher, no, yeah. the Witch Hunter, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's really the one thing he starred in. Other than, I mean, a Guardians when he says, "I am Groot." Part. Yeah, I mean, there's you got the kids movie tried to do, but you know it's a little early in his trajectory for the kids movie, right? So you've got you've got Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Tell got, to the Rock. Yeah, that's the Rock. The Rock, the Rock did all those kid movies. That's so he true. did the Walking Tall, and then he didn't do a kids. He didn't do an action movie comeback until that's true. Way later, you're right. The Rock in the Rock's case, it wasn't a okay. Now I've got to do kids movies. Like right. that's where I've moved on to. Like all the other, you know, aging he got that, actors. He got that Disney money. He he built his notoriety on that. So that was that was an exception. I have to think. But uh, no, Vin Diesel did the pacifier, and then the last Witch Hunter was really. I think the reason the Rock pulled it out because he was def. I think he was definitely on that trajectory. Like which he, one? What what do you mean? Which downward? Yeah, the downward. Oh yeah, he, he was doing yeah. kids movies, and it was like you know, it, you know, and and not good kids movies. No, and I think I think the reason he pulled it out is because um, he's not an arrogant prick. And, I get that feeling, and he was willing to take smaller roles yep. in bigger movies, and and it gave him a credibility. That he wouldn't have had otherwise, and yeah. so he was making what the Tooth Fairy and things like yeah. that, and uh, escaped to. But it was a resume builder, right? But instead, he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be the I'll be the third guy. And, be cool, and and uh, yeah. well, I think be cool was more like he wanted to do something. I think he was still new. He was telling, and he was trying to stretch because yeah. he played like didn't he play like a gay, he was a gay like uh, like say, performer yes. singer or something? Yeah, uh, but. Uh, but I think that he was like, yeah, I'll be the third guy in G.I. Joe. Sure. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, and and I think like over time and that's how I mean, that's how he entered this franchise is it he was, was like a side character. It was one more, you know, moderately well-known got, name to put on the, the poster. And now I, I think mean, I think it's his franchise. I, I mean, I think that's why Vin Diesel and him don't get along. Yeah. I think yeah. Vin Diesel knows like he's like, I'm only going to make three more of these. And I think the studio is like, OK. Yeah, yeah. We'll hand <laughs> it over to the Rock. We're yeah. good. I'm fine with it. Yeah, and I, I do like after after seeing this one, like this is the one where I'm just like, this might not be Vin's franchise, and this is not. <laughs> why, it, it's not. This may not be. This isn't. Yeah, like this was his movie, and yeah. Vin Diesel was a character. They flipped. Like they yeah. did from what did he show up in five? Was that right? That was the Fast first five one. Was the yeah. first one, and yeah. now they flipped character. Like they've there was a character shift. Yeah, well, so, let's wait to get into that. Yes, but the the main thing that that we're getting to here is, I mean, the Fate of the Furious. This is the eighth movie in the franchise. It came out, you know, two or three days ago in the U.S. and worldwide, it has made five hundred thirty-two million dollars, <laughs> a half a billion dollars in two days. Warner Brothers but, is like, why can't we do that? Yeah, I mean this this franchise is just insane. So I, I you know, it's like th- these are billion dollar movies at this point. They know that if they make a Fast and Furious oh, yeah. movie, it's gonna make a billion dollars. Where That's, are the uh, where are all the other car movies? I'm shocked. You know, I'm I mean, shocked. they tried it with what was it? Uh, Need, Need for, for Speed. Need for Speed. But other than that, nobody's even really attempted it. I think that they, in a weird way, they set the bar so high. That's and never stopped Hollywood before. That's true. That's true. Look I know, but the problem is, though, okay, so at this point, this is almost like a Marvel film versus DC at this point. They're so established and they're so far in that if someone wants to do a Fast and Furious competitor, you would have to have so many names, you'd have to have so much talent, such a huge budget to even have people think about, well, well that's just a Fast and Furious I, knockoff. I gotta disagree. But if you could make half or a third yeah. of what this movie makes, it's worth it. If you, if you do like a dirty... But they don't have the budget they're not going to risk 200 million dollars they do it all the time you could i mean you could remake bullet and just do that one scene 
yeah. and, you, and you've you know the like French that's, connection. Say so. Yeah, I think if it was that easy, that we'd be seeing it. I think that I think people are scared They're, that anything else is an imitation. I and mean, when they'll sign up every crappy comic book that ever has been put out by IDW, up everything now. Yeah, There's, and but they but they won't be like, let's make another car movie, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, in the seventies, it was nothing but car, the, movies. all car movies. Right. Yeah, you know? but so this, this is the exception of the rule. What's the what's the last great car movie that came out? Tell me the last one. Fast no, I, I, no, no, that's well, what we're saying. I, this isn't a great car movie. So yeah, I, tell um, me the last great car movie. I mean, it's like this. This just it was Cannonball Run. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I think about it, this was just magic. This Smoke was just the bandit. The fact that this but that's worked, older than Cannonball Run. Oh, this right. came out. This came out at the height of. I mean, this was this you know, was the, the early two thousands. This was two thousand one, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. So this was people, you know, souping up their cars and putting the neons in your car and all that stuff. And somehow it turned from that <laughs> when and, ja, when Ja Rule was popular. Right. Yeah. Think about it though. Think about it. The first movie Ja Rule. <laughs> the second movie Lil Bow Wow. Or the third movie, sorry. Yeah, Ty, second movie. Tyrese's second movie, son, the second and, movie. No, Ludacris was the second was he in the second. Movie? Oh yeah, yeah. But Tyrese is the main he's still character, around, right? And he one of them. Uh, they both are. Yeah, yeah Tyrese yeah. and Ludacris are both. But I'm around. just saying, like, I'm talking about like pop culture rappers, artists going into the uh, film world. So you had like the artists were Ja Rule, then it was Tyrese <laughs> and Ludacris, then it was Lil Bow Wow, yeah. and now we've got The Rock. You know, <laughs> and like think of how this franchise has transformed. So somehow they, they just, figured out the formula. They like, just and that fifth one. The fourth yeah. one was a little wonky, but it still made a bunch of money. Yeah. And that fifth one yeah. is where they were like, "Oh no, we're gonna go yeah. balls out and yeah. just the most ridiculous." And in this one, we'll get into it. Just does the same thing. I believe the <laughs> I believe the fifth one is the highest critically revered film since the fifth the one's beginning. a lot of fun. That fifth one was right. a, was a lot is that of the one with Mexican tunnels. That was uh, one, no, that was the, four. The, I think the Rock was in the fifth. So that's the fifth, the, thing. the, the, no. the in the fifth one, it's the one with Gina Carano and Luke. And this is where Luke. That's where Luke Evans came from. Is that fifth movie? Okay, um, where they have like their, uh, yeah, where the Rock is on the chase. The Rock is the yeah. one chasing down Vin Diesel, yeah. and they have they're running through like Brazil. I think I don't think it's any coincidence that the fifth one is what really started this. The one through four are a different movie. Five through eight are superhero movies. Yes, and The Rock joined in five, and that is not coincidence. No, I mean it, it transformed it. So I just it's amazing that right here you've got the eighth entry into a car racing franchise yeah. making a half a billion dollars in three <laughs> days. It's not a car racing franchise anymore. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like this isn't a Marvel property. This isn't. A, I mean, this started out as you know the Fast and the Furious was Point Break remade into a car racing movie. Yep, like much. think about that on paper how that sounds and would you ever no one ever thought that that would have been no. a billion universe was like ah. yeah <laughs> it was right place right time someone made a lucky Lighting guess in a bottle and I, I, just real quick recent yeah. car movies italian job oh good call and mad max yeah yeah uh, see i don't consider mad max a oh car that absolutely movie. is a car how movie. is that not a car movie they get in a car yeah. and, and they opening drive scene, and then they drive yeah. that car for an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> yeah i mean while other cars <laughs> chase them <laughs> It's an hour and a half chase scene. Yeah, I can I can see it, but I still disagree. Italian job is good. When flex, I think too. of when I think of heists and racing and car, I just that is a Mad heist. Max. They stole, is, they stole the water. I get it, but I'm just saying that the <laughs> Mad Max is such a weird, strange thing that sits on like that's its own genre. Mad Max to me is just this, right, post apocalyptic. This incredible thing that happened <laughs> that I've never seen before. Don't know if we'll ever see again unless George Miller gets yeah, behind the you'll, camera. You'll see one another twenty years. Yeah, it's so. But uh, but yeah, I totally. I mean, Mad Max is brilliant, and uh, yeah, Italian job remake was good yeah but other than that i mean it's like fast and furious i still say eight. someone needs to re- 
Oh, Wait, yeah, I'll give you Death Proof. Was it? I'm trying to remember that one. That that's was the half that of was, a movie. That's, that's not. A, it's not half a movie. It's an hour. It's an it, hour and ten. Well, right. Death but, Proof. Sorry, I was thinking Death Race, and so that's. I was like, but that wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> and, but Death Proof. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that was half good. of the double feature with Tarantino. But it's still a full like, yeah, yeah, yeah. feature, yeah. so yeah. it's not like it's not like they did two 45 minute movies. No, no, right. no, no, you know? no. I just mean it's not like on its own. It wasn't. Like, you know, it was part of that two pack. No, they yeah. split it. They 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 released that on its own for about a week. And then oh. they split it in theaters. Really? Yeah, yeah. I just remember it coming out with I did too. fake trailers oh, yeah. and two in a row. And fake of trailers of movies that actually got made. Yeah, Machete. Machete got yeah. made. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> ended up retroactively not being fake trailers. I right. yeah. hope that doesn't happen with our fake news. Oh, no. <laughs> it already did. Don't worry. <laughs> but think about this. So, Fate of the Furious, the eighth entry into this franchise, $250 million budget. At this point, giving this franchise $250 million is like, whatever. They just throw them 250 yeah. I mean, Sure, man. They whatever. know they're going to make three days yeah over 500 million in three days 250 that's yep. t- they're they're in profit now like, i, I you know? i'm interested to see Do where they, they does this franchise does it have toys no no they used to have a video game i know I they had like, video games but you they would don't have think toys. that you'd be able to go and like buy the little cars and stuff nope. nope it doesn't even do that it's not like a car's property they don't i mean i think they do have probably some random like high-end more high-end tiny, yeah, for adults yeah. but it's collector not, stuff yeah but yeah. it's not like walmart target toy aisle toys yeah right? yeah you don't get to see that they're not lined up next yeah. to the x-men i mean the, right this it just seems like a missed opportunity yeah would, sure. well maybe it's not right when, when you yeah. make 500 million dollars in three days yeah it's nuts so anyway uh obviously fate of the furious number one this weekend and we'll get into that one next time but coming in at number two the boss baby so again i mean this this has kind of taken over uh the lead from beauty and the beast it made another 15.5 million which is a 41 percent drop we were off last week but it also um was i think it was number one last week but it has made 116 million dollars and it has made another 120 some odd overseas so you're talking about this one being a quarter of a billion dollars and uh i don't have a budget on it but what do you, what do you think you saw tom i, saw, I thought it was uh, fine i saw like it. i thought yeah. i thought it was like it was weird in that like the the premise of the story leads you to ask questions like if this if the the baby we talked about this we did yeah the baby comes down from heaven is like middle management and he's got and he wants to get back there's up a, to heaven so he can go back well, to there, work yeah well there's a there's a they're trying to um <laughs> the puppies are starting to take over the the love for the babies right so he has been sent they've they've sent these different babies down to these parents of puppy co to figure out what the hell there is some new puppy that is coming out that's going to destroy all of the like love a designer puppy. a designer puppy yeah so they are <laughs> and, sent to yeah but it's it but it's like but if this but if the baby succeeds and goes back to heaven then then this now these stands parents baby. will have lost a baby so i'm like a baby who has no physical traits of either parents by the way yeah <laughs> like they're both brown you know they have brunettes and then she, he's a blonde yeah it's like well that's so it was just like you know and they do eventually kind of have an answer for that but still i spent a lot of the movie yeah. asking questions of like but that would mean this other really <laughs> dark thing my, my, that would mean this other really dark yeah thing. my first thought is like men in black like the memory eraser that's basically that's the only answer you can but, have for that when you in, when you introduce a member of your family a child but they that, really how else do you? they really needed to like kind of have that, that reveal a little earlier yeah. in the film it's like literally it, like 10 the last 10 minutes, minutes of the movie yeah because wow. i spent the whole movie like well if he gets if he succeeds then they think that their baby died <laughs> yeah. like that's 
not yeah. fun or stolen. Yeah, either or. But I guess you will see another Boss Baby movie based oh, yeah. on how yeah, big time. So I, have, I heard there's going to be a prequel where um he has to fight a coat hanger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well the curved end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a- <laughs> too soon. <laughs> not really. No. Okay. I figure those things those, those things have been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. <laughs> so I have, uh, according to Wikipedia, which, as we know, is never wrong, $125 million budget. So we're looking at about $250 million. So it's in the profit zone. It's week three. It's it's coming at number two at the box office. So it still has money to be made. Uh, so that's a win for them. And that's yeah. DreamWorks, right? Uh, yeah. 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 DreamWorks. I mean, DreamWorks. No, it's a box. Oh, it was DreamWorks. Is really? it? Yeah. It says Fox on my sheet. I wonder if they both did it. Or maybe they like distributed it. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember they, they did the whole little Shrek. They were oh, probably, yeah, 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 they were yeah. probably like a digital distribution or something. I didn't realize Fox had would team up with DreamWorks. I wonder if DreamWorks teamed up with Fox. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, they, they're pretty solid. Their track record is uh, pretty good. So we'll have to see what comes uh, in the following weeks. But number three, Beauty and the Beast. This is the movie that just crossed a billion dollars last week. So uh, I y- sent them a card. You did? Yeah. <laughs> just congratulating. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> that's really nice of you. So, yeah, Beauty and the Beast made another $13.6 a 42% drop in week four. Five, it is up to four hundred and fifty-four million dollars domestic. Another five hundred and eighty-eight million dollars. So uh, they're at uh, one point zero four billion dollars. I wonder if Disney can like go to the government and say, "Can you just change the one dollar bill to have <laughs> Disney Walt on Disney the, on the, on the on it? Because yeah. that's just our money now. <laughs> yeah, it's well deserved too. That's the thing with Disney. Oh it's yeah, like, like they're making, they're putting out good they stuff. They put out right. that solid yeah. product. And it's not like Warner Brothers where you're failing. Despite your, yeah, you're despite right. yourself, like too big to fail. Like, yeah, okay, right. it's got Batman and it. it's going to make seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> right, right. But does it really deserve it? <laughs> no. But, but yeah, Disney obviously is is doing quite well. So yeah, Beauty and the Beast uh, is still uh, making a ton of money. I love seeing these people. So obviously, talking about Disney, we we kind of should talk about briefly the the Last Jedi trailer. I love these people who are just like, it better not be like Empire. Oh, it's just like Empire. Well, it's just like. Man, can you just be happy? <laughs> can you just enjoy the fact that we're getting a Star Wars movie? I don't think it's going to be like Empire. I do, that's not they did that obviously with the with Force Awakens just to get everybody back like we're back, we're going to do this in a, you know, a certain way. And it's I just I cannot believe that people are just like, "Nope, Star Wars sucks." I'm like I, I think I like the world better when like if 1% of the fandom didn't like something they couldn't just completely commandeer the yeah. internet with your yeah. with their bull- yeah. like, <laughs> like the very loud minority yeah. is what has taken over the internet and i agree i so with the force awakens my i loved the movie so much fun saw it two or three times in theaters don't it. let jeremy talk <laughs> I, I i we're not gonna let yeah yeah we can't let jeremy but no but with the force awakens i love the movie it was such a fun experience but my only complaint and not saying there weren't nitpicky things whatever but my big complaint was it was so similar to episode four but that's it i still enjoyed it i didn't say it was terrible because of it but i'm like you know the next one better not be just a mirror of empire but still i i loved the movie and i don't think this will do it i think the force awakens was a necessary evil i agree we had just yeah. been through three terrible terrible prequels they needed to remind people why they love yes, star wars exactly and the people that are like oh it was too similar to new hope like they're not wrong like no, I, yeah. I, I but nope. i but i also think that it needed to occur absolutely yes. you, and, need to, you need to like 
They remind us. It's a palate cleanser, pretty much is yeah. what it yeah. is. Like, Absolutely. This is, this is why you yeah. like it. Remember how good the original, you know, the, the OG yeah, right. trilogy was? Right. Remember how good it was? Remember how amazing Star Wars was? You know, if you saw it in 77, like Tom did, like, remember what that felt like? And I wasn't Tom there. Tom drove f- himself to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't there in 77. I didn't see it in theaters, but I still grew up with it. And when I saw The Force Awakens, I was like, yes, this is Star Wars. So they set us back on the track. Yeah, it did uh, mirror episode four. Yeah. But, but it still introduced us to new characters and, and some new ideas. And I think that this movie is now going to veer off that path. And I don't I, think it will be the same. I think she's a great Jedi. That's what I think. Well, okay. Which means she can she walks that line where she's not dark. She's not the dark, part of the dark side. She's not a complete jedi like she totes that line well so you're saying she's force sensitive but she's not a no jedi. no no i think she's a jedi she's a jedi but there are ryan johnson just told us who the last jedi was. yeah okay <laughs> well he did you're Te- right technically she's not a jedi she hasn't been trained she, okay but she's she, force sensitive she is going to be though she's going to be a jedi but she's going to be there the gray jedi are are a group that can move back and forth gotcha. to the light and the dark well and i think that's what we've got coming for luke or he's a dark side well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, he's Jedi and good guy, but that's he's the thing. always like. If you ever read any of the EU stuff, yeah. he did go dark. Well, he's always been tempted. That's yeah. the problem. That's, I mean, it's that think, stinking Skywalker blood. Yeah, line. just like we saw in the prequels, which yeah. were not good. But still, it's that temptation to move to the dark side. And so, Luke obviously is a very powerful Jedi, and I think that's where we're heading. But but uh, Ryan Johnson came out and in an interview, and he was trying to kind of beat around the bush at, at the you know at first, and then at the end, he's just like. Luke's the last Jedi. I, but like, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. Oh, I come think on! Why clear. would they give that away at the at, before? Because the he said it was clear. Yet. He said at the beginning of Force Awakens, it says that Luke's the last Jedi and he's hiding. I'll have to wait and see. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe he, maybe she yeah. will be the last Jedi. Maybe she will. It's maybe, not written. Maybe yet. she'll be the first Jedi. Oh, yeah, could be. There see? it is. Yeah, yeah. So there might be some trickiness going. on. Oh, and also Carrie Fisher not in Episode Nine, which I think we knew that, right? Like they well, said that they were tiptoeing around because Todd Fisher said they were going to repurpose their footage, <laughs> oh. and then we were wondering where they're going to do the CG thing. And so Kathleen Kennedy came out at Celebration this past week, and she said Carrie is in Episode Eight. She's amazing. We finished filming, but we totally rewrote nine after that happened oh, so okay so there's going to be an explanation and i heard they were not. just going to use uh, all deleted scenes from under the rainbow <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what they're gonna do yeah, yeah. they're not just, they were just gonna like uh color over all the munchkins make them look like ewoks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it'll be fine yeah yeah nobody will ever tell be, <laughs> our cg is so on point now yeah nobody will even know <laughs> that's actually i'm glad they did that though like I didn't, I did not like as as fun as that last sequence. I in know. Rogue One you don't want to see a whole movie. I don't want. You couldn't handle a whole movie. No, you couldn't. That five second burst was just perfect. The way it was, like porn. <laughs> oh, five, <laughs> two minutes. You know. oh, I, just you get, the, I just meant the burst. Oh, part. right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Two minutes. You need to have that That's gonna chafe. <laughs> I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm very happy with that. I think that they're going to do episode eight. Will be a good send off. I know they're going to sure. do it right. Oh yeah. This is a friend of theirs. This is family to them. Uh, and the way they talk about Carrie and and how long this relationship has been. And then some other people online recently I noticed were like, well, they said Carrie won't be in it but they didn't say Princess Leia wouldn't be in it. And I'm like, they're not no, going to recast not, That's what no. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Kathleen Kennedy is not being cute. When she says Carrie is in a yeah. nine, Carrie is Leia. Leia yeah. is Carrie. Right. There's like, no other the only Princess way. Leia. The only way they would ever recast her 
a prequel re- a when prequel. she's younger. So, right, yeah, right, right, like with right. Han Solo. Yeah, that's the that's only different. way. No, Not a chance. unless they do a prequel. And then four and then years from right. now, they're still making these movies. And it's what do you the mean same still? Actors. When? Yeah. They're going to be making these movies. Yeah. When they're making these movies, exactly. So moving on to number four, Smurfs, The Lost Village, which we did not re- review to the dismay of some of our... Yeah, we did have some votes for that. that yeah. I did like that Kevin... So on our uh, group page, we posted a, a poll uh, You could either, we, of what we would review. So it was Fast 8... Monster Squad and uh, the Smurfs and Monster Squad for about <laughs> five minutes was in the lead and Kevin's like I think I've made a mistake yeah it was hilarious because at first it was well, tied just post an old episode yeah, yeah right yeah. Well, and that's the funny thing too is I'm like wait a minute have these listeners not do they not realize no, we have they a whole just, episode they just about wanted Monster to talk Squad? about it again but I uh, know luckily Fast Day pulled out well, hey, you know. yeah, well, <laughs> but uh, Fast Eight took the ve- a very large lead. Yes, so I'm like, okay, yeah. this makes more sense. I did like that my wife also voted for Fast Eight. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, She's yes, like, I'm sick of this. I've heard this enough. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is hilarious. Are we going to have to talk about Monster Squad again? <laughs> like, yes, we are. Oh, no, never. <laughs> but uh, Smurfs The Lost Village made $6.5 million in week two, which is a 50% drop. So Is this I, the third or fourth entry into this franchise? Uh, Third, second, or third? Not no. It's at least definitely. the third. Yeah, because like who was second. the who was Gargamel? Was it Jason Lee? No, he was an was a Hank Azaria. Azaria. chipmunk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it, it was, was Hank Azaria. Azaria. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. So this uh, this made like around twelve million dollars last week while we were off. It made another six million this week, and it is at twenty four million dollars and uh, seventy million overseas because. Because it's overseas, yeah. So it's at uh, approaching a hundred million on a sixty million dollar budget. So it's probably not going to lose money. Yeah. So Smurfs five, I guess. They've got a pretty good voice cast, I think. Like they've got some pretty good comedic uh, voice casting on this one. They've got man, I can't remember who it was. Well, well, let me ask. So Tom, you saw this movie? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, so you just guessed. What? I, I saw your mini review on the. Uh, oh yeah, my yeah. mini review was it blew. <laughs> no, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Reads so, a little funnier than it. I right. just wanted to understand. So, like the the whole. Well, I this mean, is a straight up cartoon, right? Yeah. Like, up till now, so I mean, really, I guess you could say this is a, a reboot of the franchise because uh, it had been live action. Yeah. Well, no, the, the Smurfs no, were CG. CG. Well, they were CG, but, but they, they were they interacted with. But live there were live people, people yeah. and this yes. is just a straight up cartoon, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. my question was: since the beginning of time, the the thing. Yeah, that if you're going to tell me those other two Smurf movies were ca- were count as cartoons, <laughs> and you got to call Star Wars a cartoon, <laughs> right. yeah. you got to call Fast and Exa- Furious a cartoon, oh, big time. So the, I was I was going to ask you, thinking you had seen it. I'm like, the, everyone has always thought like Smurfette is the one female Smurf in the entire Smurf village. Like, right. Oh how, yeah. That just doesn't make sense. Like from a, no, I mean it makes sense. Well, there's a way in which it makes sense, but not in a kids' movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in this movie, like I feel like when I saw the trailer, they actually called it out, and she's like, "I'm the only girl here." And like I was wondering, what do they do with that storyline? I just, uh, I mean, I think we know what they do. With well, the that. porn parody pretty much writes itself, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I want to know what the hell do they actually do in this movie? But I don't want to know. Yeah, I guess I don't we'll, want to know. I think they introduce another girl it. one. In this one, well, I guess some girl on girl Smurf action. <laughs> I mean, at that point, she's like, "I gotta get something else." Yeah, <laughs> boy, how boy wouldn't that be a a, a kick in the nuts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you no! the entire, yeah, one girl. You introduce a second one, and she turns out that they're gay. <laughs> yeah. That would damn it, well, son of a bitch. I guess we're all gay now too. <laughs> I think a lot of them were already That's probably true Yeah you know, <laughs> Gay for the stay Yeah, yeah. Gay for the stay 
<laughs> so coming in at number five, going in style. Now is that the old man? Yeah, it's uh, re- yes. that remake of the George Burns flick. Okay, directed so. by Zach Braff. Yeah, really? Yes, yeah. Zach Braff directed that. Correct. I mean, I saw how that worked out with his last movie. Yeah, what was that? The, the exactly. Yeah, whatever the one, whatever the one that isn't Garden State, because Garden yeah. State is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time. And then his second movie, after he kickstarted it and it made, oh, that's remember right. it was a big yeah. brouhaha because why are people that are actually in the industry kickstarting when they can get financial backers? And it made, you know, it was at that time I think the highest raised Kickstarter. And it was also by someone that like could get funding theoretically. Right. He could have so, put up his own money, right? So yeah. it was a big deal. Um, but man, I saw it, and oh, that that's was, why it was kickstarted. It was bad. Nope. I mean, it was just so boring. I, I don't could, understand why people were mad about that. Then don't give money to his kickstarter. Yeah, it's not that difficult. If, if you he, if people gave money to his kickstarter, then then that they wanted to see it, and then that's yeah, how I, capitalism I, works. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I I'm totally with you. I didn't get the outrage part of it, yeah. but it was part of that huge thing. That uh, but well, anyway, was the other one Veronica Mars? But Veronica well, Mars, Veronica Mars. But was Veronica Mars wasn't get, They couldn't get it made Nobody would back them Nobody would back it But, like now, that was, but yeah Because now the highest Grossing entertainment based Kickstarter Is Mystery Science Theater 3000 Is that right? Yeah That's awesome Yeah It made like 6.3 million dollars or Sweet something. So uh, going back to uh, Going in style The remake I guess 6.3 million dollars uh, That is in week two That's a 46% drop It has made It has made 23 million dollars On a 25 million dollar budget uh, it has 11 foreign, actually. So Even the old people are going to go see Fast 8. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. nah, I'm good. So it's around 35 on a 25. I mean, it's not uh, setting the world ablaze or anything like that. So yeah. I guess it's kind of just a ho- ho-hum old person. Yeah, it was not very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you uh, did see it? I did see it. Okay, it so not, not worth your... No. It's not grumpy old men. No. No, That's, not at all. Which is a shame. Yeah. yeah. Swing and a miss. It would have been nice to have a movie like that. But right? It, this was not it. Yeah, sometimes it works, yeah. but it's it's uh, few and far between. How was Alan Alda? Uh, Arkin. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I'm Alan Alda. Like, I don't know. He <laughs> Alan, wasn't Alan in it. Arkin. Yeah. Um, fine. I mean, I it wasn't their fault. Yeah. It was just a lazy script. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Let me put it this way. There's like a 25, 30-minute sequence where they decide to, um, to practice for the bank robbery. Uh-huh. By robbing a grocery store, uh-huh. and that sequence involves them doing nothing but shoplifting. <laughs> now, I don't know how that helps you prepare rob to rob a, a bank because <laughs> you don't shoplift money right at a bank. You just they don't yeah. have shelves full of money that you can just put <laughs> in your pocket. So I don't. Is that really, how banks work? And like nobody, I'm like nobody really. While they were making this, goes how does this prepare them to rob a bank? There's no corollary between shoplifting and bank robbery, but but it's still a third of the movie. But yeah, it's Jeez. 25 to 30. Oh, minutes. it's a long scene. It goes on and on. So basically, they had these guys on set for a very limited amount of time, and they got this scene, and they're like, "This is what we got." Like, I don't know what this they, must have been. Like, I don't know what they were doing. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. Yikes! Well, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> Thirty-five million on a twenty-five million dollar budget, and it is uh, number five in week two. So uh, it doesn't have too much time to make that it's, money back. I mean, May is going to be a tough. May is chock full. Is there and something it, coming out in May? Uh, there's a lot of things coming. Out. <laughs> I think all of the movies for the summer oh, are coming out. In the May. movies, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Number six, Gifted, made three million dollars. Uh, that is a five hundred and seventy-two percent increase. Apparently, that just got wide release. Uh, so that is all of the money that movie has made, and that's a Chris Evans movie. Does he punch Nazis? I don't believe in this one, I'm not but I haven't it. seen it. No, I mean I can't tell oh, you for sure. Right. But uh, that's directed by Mark Webb. 
Yeah. So, oh, all right. I mean, 500 Days of Summer, The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave those two out. That guy had a brief <laughs> window. He did. He's one, he one capitalized. Well, leave those two out. Oh, you meant Spider-Man? Because I'm like, yeah. those are the two things he's done. He's done 500 Days of Summer, <laughs> then two Amazing spider He's also, the, uh, I think, one of the executive producers of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, oh, the one you nice. are you you love that show. That show is awesome, man. <laughs> That's a great show. Have you heard the good word about the crazy, crazy ex-girlfriend? That's <laughs> great. So uh, that movie, uh, I don't. Speaking of that, what a weird. So I just watched John Wick again. Uh-huh. You know, Ava Longoria Longoria was an exec producer on that movie. Yeah, it's weird how that works. That out is sometimes. very odd. Yeah, and uh, I mean, when you have friends, I mean, they they have no. Money, that's true. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Just, like, I just, like I saw her name as an exec producer. I was like, well, that's a weird. Let's name say Keanu Reeves that. is friends with Ava Longoria, and she's got all that. What's the know? show she does? Desperate that, Housewives. Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Housewives. So she, he's like, hey, I've got a really good thing. You want to invest and make a hundred or not a hundred, but like ten million dollars or whatever? Okay. Sure, why yeah. not? Exec Mel, producer, just give me your money. That's like uh, Mel Mel Brooks, producer yeah. on uh, The Fly, The Fly, and on Elephant Man. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah, and he actually said like don't put my name like he's in the yeah. credits but they don't they didn't do like an above the title yeah. because he's like people will think it's a joke <laughs> yeah right. and then and, you know yeah and he's like his, so you got his, his, just like after earth <laughs> well <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan and it was a joke so right that, yeah perfect, right? Right? really the, the, the odds were stacked Absolutely. oh it's the new Mel Brooks fly movie wait yeah. why is his penis falling off <laughs> Not Mel Brooks's <laughs> fell out of his fly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I just threw up his own food. Uh, number seven, <laughs> get out. Oh, all right. It's still that's I love it, man. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely incredible. The, they uh, probably would have been happy with three million dollars in week three. Yeah, yeah. and you like kidding, right? you know, yeah, yeah. to still be doing that. Yeah. Two point nine million, a twenty eight percent drop in week eight. One hundred and sixty seven million on a four point five million dollar budget, and another sixteen million overseas. Whatever, but we're talking. About 185 million on a five million dollar. I wonder if this is. Can you look up what Paranormal Activity did? Well, as far as like that well, percentage will never be. That was like no, no, nineteen thousand no, dollars. Oh no, no, I just want to see how yeah. much it ended up making. Okay, like and it's by the time it was done. Like I'm just curious, like, like 120. It or was something? close. Some, I'm just wondering if this is Blumhouse's biggest movie. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, this is what uh, Paranormal Activity was 107 domestic and 85 foreign. Okay. So, so one, a much bigger foreign. Uh, close to 194 million okay. worldwide. Okay. But but the when we're talking about ratios and percentages. Well, sure, sure. Nine, again, $15,000. <laughs> that wasn't million. $15,000. Yeah. Like, like we could get together $15,000 and give it to someone to make a movie if it was going to yeah. make $200 million. Like, I would do that. I yeah, will come I up with yeah, 5000 5, right now for <laughs> yes, you, right? I will write. Uh, but, right? So, I mean, like, that's an amount of money that if someone has a good idea and you want to be an investor on it, like, you could you could make that happen. Yes, you can. And this movie made $200 million and, what, like, six, seven sequels and uh, whatever it spurred? Five, for sure. Five, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess six. The ghost dimension and the marked ones were four, or four. five and six. Oh, okay. All right. So, six sequels. Uh, you know, so obviously that franchise is insane, but uh, that I don't know that that ratio of budget to box office will ever be made again. It, it, no. That would be pretty tough to it pull off. Be. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, basically at this point, when you make $200 million and your budget's 15000 it may as well be free to, to oh, yeah. $200 million. I mean, that's nothing, right? Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, good for Get Out. That's incredible. Number eight. Power Rangers, the reboot, $2.8 million, a 54% drop. It's up to $80 million on a $100 million domestic. We go over to the foreign side, 
47 million it didn't it wasn't the foreign juggernaut that oh, i would have thought it would thank been. god yeah that means it's gonna so, not get we're not, oh, we won't get another oh, one thank god oh yeah i mean seriously though 80 million plus 47 i'm surprised honestly 130 million on a 100 million dollar budget that's awful yeah I well mean, it deserves to be awful now i don't know toy selling i don't know what toys do in the power rangers world they may yeah. have sold a 200 million in toys so you know there may be something behind yeah, the scenes maybe. we're not seeing as far as profit but you goes, would but think in order to see a, a, a major spike in toy sales you would think yeah. it needs to be a movie that a lot of people saw and loved and 80 million dollars tells me it's not that right yeah no it's not a uh it's not a phenomenon so right. certainly and it didn't deserve to be and you can go listen to that episode so <laughs> uh but i'm just surprised i thought the foreign would have saved it yeah i thought it would have been stronger would have too and it didn't and so. it released everywhere right like it's out everywhere. oh by now it's week four i'm i don't think they're waiting on many and they they can't afford to wait on many yeah, like that's true. at this point they need some money so uh anyway that was number eight number nine the case for christ tom i'm gonna let you tackle this uh they're in favor of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about this movie. I'm, I mean, it looks like it's one of those mega, mega church movies. Uh, it's like, you know, like God is not dead or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I mean, just based on the title. I mean, it's apparently in week two. So it came out I while like we were out. I feel like they missed the boat on that one. Should have released it a week or later. Well, if it's week two. No, it's week two. So this is Easter. This week yeah, two. Yeah, they're hoping to pick up that Easter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we weren't here last week, but it's a 31% drop. So, I mean, this movie's at $8.5 million. I don't know uh, much about it. I'm looking at the names. I don't see uh, actors that I recognize or anything, but it made $8.5 million. So if it's one of these smaller budget ones, then... Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, lo- you know, it looks like it's probably one of those, It you know... It's it like definitely a, looks more it's art like a house, house than Jesus movie. <laughs> yes, it, it looks more. Yeah, it looks more art house than Passion of the Christ. You know, it's not yeah. a big budget one. So uh, eight point five million on that in two weeks. So we'll have to see if a budget comes out to even compare that. But they're probably happy with that. And rounding out the number, uh, rounding out the top ten, Kong Skull Island still Ooh. hanging around in week six. Two point six million, a fifty two percent drop in week six. One hundred and sixty one million dollars domestic, and another three hundred and ninety one overseas. Look at that big old Kong making all that money. Five hundred and fifty million worldwide on a one eighty five million dollar budget. So I think that the uh, they're probably going to greenlight those sequels. Oh, you know, yeah. it's already, interesting though how there's like a ceiling on these movies. Like they don't ever seem like they they. They just can't get into that superhero realm. They're close, but no, you're not five hundred million. It should be well, superhero realms. I guess a billion. Like, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, this superhero is, is guaranteed billion. Like, this is this their point. marquee character for right. a movie. Like, this and Godzilla, and they both kind of stall out around there. Kind of like this. This is the Star Trek. Yeah, idea. So will will their Godzilla versus King Kong do better than Batman v Superman? Yeah, will, will it be they their, be able to get to will the Will it billion? be their oh, Avengers? Yeah. It could. Right. I mean, if they're doing they they've had two good lead up movies. Right. Yeah. You're going to have a third one. There's going to be an, a, another a Godzilla sequel before we get to King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, yeah, if they just keep making good movies, right. you're going to get there. Because at this point, Tom, so Kong Skull Island, I know you weren't crazy about it. but oh, I liked it. Yeah, we liked yeah, it. Yeah, no, they were all, I mean, we all pretty much liked it. But what I'm saying is that would you watch that over any DC Oh yeah, you know cinematic not universe. A, not even a close call. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you've got BVS making eight hundred million, let's say, and then you have these Kong and Godzilla. Godzilla was really good. I enjoyed Kong. Thought it was really entertaining. So if you have those two coming together and they're actually it's good, weird. it's also weird. I think that there is a shift at DC. And I'm not saying that. I, I get it. I know that it's just like we've been had before. <laughs> but I think the idea that they're adding the three directors that they've added. Yeah. 
with Matt Reeves, Joss Whedon, and Chris McKay. Those are three very different directors that but in their own right are all very strong absolutely but they're not Zack snyder like if you look at their movies they look nothing like a Zack snyder movie i i you know looking at that wonder woman stuff i think that looks that the stuff that in those trailers again (laughs) in the trailer the stuff on themskira we get looks completely different so i wonder if there is some and unfortunately they show that justice league trailer. i was like well you know what's funny You know, it's funny about that. So I was, when I was online, I realized that Wonder Woman comes out in a month and a half. Yeah. I had no idea. I, that they, is so far off my radar ta- at this point. They, they, they've said that they they might be keeping it on the down low. Yeah. Like they're not going to, they're not. The promotion, a month and a half, Wonder Woman, like yeah. one of the biggest characters in no, comics history. She is like, to me, Whoa. female characters, she's it. Like she's. Right, right. I'm just talking about like there's Batman, there's Superman, there's Wonder Woman. Yeah. She, and like they're, that movie. They are the Trinity. Like yeah. that's. And that movie's out in a month and a half. I had she's no, never, her books have never sold. Yeah, that no, I well. agree. I, but she's always been front and center. Like yeah. they always put her there with those with Batman and Superman. She's sure. always right. But in the, the fact that that could sneak up on you, I'm just like, yeah. Seriously, that's out in a month and a half. I wonder if we we jokingly said that it was some of the the scorned exec was like, no nah, man, it's a mess. I wonder if it is a mess. I wonder, you know, or they're downplaying it, and then it's going to come out, and people could. are going to be like, "What the hell?" And it blew, you know, blows everyone's mind. I don't no, know. it's not. No, I'm not kidding. It's not possible. I know because yeah, DC is known for their subtlety, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Right. But no, I I do think that there might be a tonal shift coming in fifteen twenty years. <laughs> thank you for your prediction, Joe. Way to hedge your bets. Yeah. Well, that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So I guess uh, we can go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. Uh, this is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and at ReviewSTL.com. And uh, Jeremy, where can they find you? On Twitter at HeinousJ. Awesome. Heinous with an H. Yes. And, and just to uh, be clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a an, an insane clown posse <laughs> handle, the other one that you were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the hate us because the anus. Yeah. And uh Jeremy also has a written review uh up of uh what is this I can't remember what this damn thing the is fate called. Of the Furious. Of the Furious. The Fate of the Furious, Fast Eight. Yes. So so check that out on ReviewSTL.com. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you would like to continue the conversation online, there are now two places to do that. Or I guess there's more, but there's a new one. You right. can do it at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on our Facebook page on Facebook at Real Spoilers League of Show Sharers. You can go there, join the group, and uh, have your voice heard a little bit more readily. Yes. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Real Spoilers. Did I say that one? Uh, maybe I did. You I didn't, don't but okay. you may. Uh, but if I didn't, I should have. <laughs> I should say it twice. Uh, and you can go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us tremendously, and that's why we say it every week. So yeah, uh, I hope Jeremy has reviewed us on iTunes, and if he hasn't... Oh, pressure's on, man. Oh, I have. All right, he can can be on the next episode. One bite of so uh, so that's it for this episode. Coming up in the next one, we will tackle the fate of the Furious, the movie whose name Kevin can't remember to save his life. Until then, you've been warned. Trying to throw
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Slipped up and overstepped their boundaries. You about to catch a cold state of...